gender to be. Um, some of the things that, that came up was in regards to some mutual people that we know. Um, and then like the, the watching seemingly a struggle that, that is happening within individuals, but also how they're moving through the, that together. Um, and then uh, how the, dis- like, I guess the distortion of what happens when you um, interject fear into like children and making these decisions um, where they should naturally process these things and naturally decide on their own, right? Without being um, guided by others in that, in that instance. Like, I think that's where we kind of left off last time. And I remember. I could be wrong yes. though, but I'm pretty sure that's it's somewhere around that. That, that sounds right. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, and then Lexi was yeah. like, "Oh, I have to go, but I really want to talk about this." <laughs> <laughs> yep, that sounds about right. Mm-hmm. <laughs> right. So, like, and I too, I think also like the whole like bot like box thing. I think was also part of it that like. You're like, oh, yes. I don't want to fit. I don't want to fit in a box, but I'm gonna actually just fit myself into another box. Yes. Yep. Because that box, that box feels better for me. That goes along with safety, right? And fear. Mm-hmm. Yes. Right. Because I think when you're, because when you're in, when you're in a box, you're, you're more likely to be accepted, or mm-hmm. find like another group of people to fit into because you fit into a box that. You know what I mean? Like, it's all categories. I think it's because we're trained that way. Like, we're trained to believe that that's how it works. Right. Because, like, I mean... Well, it's also, you... it's also how our brains work, though, too. Evolutionarily speaking. Like, we're, like, the way that our brains True. have evolved through time is to, you know, pick out patterns or pick out behaviors. And, like, some things are desirable, some things aren't. But it's because the processing power, it's a lot easier and quicker to, like just kind of identify a general group and then say good or bad and then move on. Like that's kind of how our brains work. So it's not just societarily kind of, is that a word? You know what I mean? It's not just society. It's also too like the actual biology and the makeup of the way that our brains are being molded and shaped throughout time to, you know, good, bad, whatever. And then that's decided by whatever influences we've had to tell us what is like safe or not safe. Yeah. Or good or bad. Mm-hmm. That's the fucking thing. Yeah. What's the thing? Good or bad? What that yeah, like? What, whatever group you fit into is good or bad. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Why mm-hmm. is there a dichotomy? That's what really fucking. That's the thing. The runes. The motherfucking runes are already speaking. <laughs> that's it. That's the thing about this Nordic. They, that's what they. That's why they wanted you to pick them up this week, so you could spit some truth for us this week. <laughs> Don't jingle them all. I know around. they're so. It's they're so good to play with. Like it feels so good. I cannot describe to you. It's one of those like weird remembrance things where I just want to like rub them in my hands. It's also a very loud and distracting noise, so that's why they're up there. <laughs> <laughs> um, Ronan does it too. Ronan and I will just like pick him up and like drop him slowly onto the floor. 
Um, but the whole, like, so there was like this discussion in the beginning of the book of Nordic spirituality overall, because in order to understand like the magical use of the runes, you have to kind of understand the spirituality because this was like an everyday practice for everyone. And like magic, what we consider to be magic was a common, like everyday practice for everyone to be involved in. So all of this stuff was just like part of their society, but there was no, like, like there, they have like this whole system of levels and nonsense, like everybody else. Right. I don't mean nonsense in a negative way. I just mean like, there's this whole structure for how the worlds are and an upper world and a middle world and lower world. Yeah. Yeah. But it wasn't so absolute like the gods kind of fucked shit up sometimes. And the giants who were at war with the gods sometimes were doing the responsible and right thing. And the gods were just being fuck boys. And so that was what the conflict was. It wasn't like the gods were superior and the giants were these shitheads. And they also worked together plenty of times when they needed to. And so there just wasn't this like dichotomy. Like, yes, there were like these varying groups of things but it wasn't like good and bad. Like there wasn't because there was some of that in everyone. And then the, like the dark and the night and the underworld were not like horrific. That's just where you went to get the wisdom. Like that's how Odin lost his eye or gave up his eye to receive the knowledge of the runes. Yep. Was in the pool underneath the tree. And so but that was like so the darkness the what is what is now often seen as like bad was really like the depths of knowledge and wisdom and so you would go there and you would retrieve knowledge and wisdom and then go on with your life but it's like a part of life which is like the whole cyclical nature yada 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 but there wasn't this like dichotomy and from the waters of hell are the where the 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 light comes from like it's all a continuous circle you know what i mean like getting back to that same and i think it's tough to get there in real life now from where we are based on how we've seen things right because it's so dichotomized now. Mm-hmm. But I like that idea. And I really enjoyed reading about it last night. <laughs> Say that. Because I don't think it really feels like that now. Kind of more all or nothing, one or the other. If you have, especially now, I mean, I don't know if we want to get into all that shit, but especially now if you show any signs that you're interested in opposite it's oh you have to be that and there's this huge push to okay that's the box you're in but it's like okay well what if i just have an interest in this other like for me personally i was the biggest tomboy when i was a kid i never wanted to wear pink i very rarely wanted to wear dresses like when i was a little kid i was fine you know was super feminine no problem but then when i started getting older it was like no i'm like basically dressing in boys clothes and I'm like playing outside and playing in the dirt and I don't want to do girly things, 
But it's like, I always think back to that time. If I was a kid right now, like going through the same experience and I was a kid now in today's day and age, I probably would be pushed off into, okay, well, you must be a boy then. <laughs> I just like to be rough and tumble. I just like to play sports and I like to be outside and stuff like that. That doesn't necessarily make me one or the other, like this kind of all or nothing approach to you have to be blah, blah, you know, that kind of idea. Well, because it, it's, it's, it's completely individualized anyway. Like the voice in your head telling you these things is you. I mean that universally, you, not like anyone specifically, me. The collective you. Like, right. And it, and it, it can be something like that, like this polarizing view of gender. Or it can be like the like the negative stories that you tell yourself all the time about yourself or the judgments you pass on yourself. So you can't like fully express because you can it doesn't like nothing about you means anything about you. Like nothing. You know what I mean? Like you can like to do whatever the fuck you want to do. And none of that is like this, like good, bad or otherwise. But that is so fucking hard to actually embody what in this culture that is so fucking like dualistic you know what i mean like it's lit like everything is polarizing all the time like that's the only way we know how to look at stuff i guess or how we're taught Mm -hmm. to look at stuff is the opposites yep the division in everything Mm -hmm. division and everything yeah it's, it's just easier. like fear, but it's, mm-hmm. yeah. yeah. Or when people want to control things for there to be a division and a clear delineation yep. between one or the other. Yep. Yeah, because if we're all separate, then we're not the same. Exactly, yeah. And if we're all separate and we're different than each other and there's an us versus them, how easy is it to demonize the other side or tell people that they're wrong? say that you have to fit within one or the other. And if you don't, there's something wrong with you. Mm-hmm. Right? You can't be like fear. one thing one day and one thing the next. I mean, you can, but you just get like a lot of, you know, you get a yep. lot of looks, you get a lot of questions, you get a lot of like, yep. right. If you evolve, then you're fake because you changed exactly. your opinion. Yeah. Cause you changed your opinion or you changed your mind or you said you were this before and now you're doing this. So obviously you don't even know what you're talking about you get discredited, right? People say you have no idea what you're doing, what you're talking about. It's like, okay, all of us, it's just our own lived experience. So (laughs) you're telling me all of us are exactly the same. You guys are fit in one or the other. Mm -hmm. Otherwise you don't fit. Really? (laughs) I don't know about that. And because again, it's so individualized, like you're holding yourself to this, like, inside this prison that's what I said to you today (laughs) or yesterday sometime I texted that to you I remember saying that to you but like you know you're like oh I like this because I'm this way and so like you all of these things like tell a story about who you are and so like Mm -hmm. your interests are selected on like what you want to like portray to the world Instead of like what 
you actually like. And maybe there's some overlap, or maybe you're more into mm-hmm. than that, and it's not that way. Yeah. But I think there's like parts of all of us that are like, we think are like wrong or. Like too much for other people to handle, you know what I mean? Like, oh, they they like this much about me, but I've probably pushed it too far this time with whatever thing. You know what I mean? Like, I think that I don't know. I think I always did that. I still do that. I was just gonna say that's literally my entire life thus far, outside of you know maybe the last two years or something. That's my entire existence has been that like, oh, well, you went a little too far on that one, buddy. Maybe bring it back, <laughs> like write it in, tone it down, bring it back. Yeah. That's, that's a little too much. I mean, I, mm-hmm. I like, I, yeah, I mean, that has happened to me throughout my entire life. So I definitely know what you're talking about. And then you just learn to not give a fuck what anybody says. Yeah, basically. Mm-hmm. Cause it really doesn't matter. But is it? But that's because at the end of the day, are they looking you in the mirror? No, you have to look yourself Mm -hmm. in the mirror for sure. Like who you are. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. That's the whole point. It's really hard though to not to like, like to still like for sure. Not give up. It took me twenty-seven years to get to the point where I'm like, I don't care. Think what you want. Mm -hmm. I literally don't care. And I mean, like honestly, like in the most sincere way possible, like. I mean, like, we like we went to the concert on Wednesday, and normally I wouldn't be singing, like, during the concert or anything, because I'm, like, self-conscious of the way that I sound. The entire concert, like, I don't know if you guys can tell, my voice is still kind of raw. I'm like, nope, the whole time. I'm screaming, I'm yelling, singing alone, like, the whole thing, because I'm like, I don't care. Like, whatever. If people around me don't like it, like, sorry, <laughs> I paid to be here, too. I don't know. <laughs> but, like, you know, like, just not caring what people think, you know, just kind of a immediate real life example kind of thing Mm -hmm. i think it's hard to to unpack all the different ways that it like impacts you Mm -hmm. like that conditioning you know what i mean Mm -hmm. what conditioning all Mm. well just like the dichotomizing or just like the yeah just like the like boxes the conditioning of the boxes Mm -hmm. like when we talk about stuff you know what i mean like when i start asking you like questions like but why though but why you get annoyed at me Mm -hmm. (laughs) but because why because society has told me why that's why i don't know (laughs) right but you don't think about it ronan honestly is the one who helps the most with that well yeah because he doesn't give a fuck He's in his fucking unicorn. He's in his unicorn boots and his leotard. Oh yeah, he's loving his fucking life. Oh, I, he's like the he's like the perfect example of like you know like not caring. Like yeah, I want the pink fucking Paw Patrol shoes. I don't want those blue ones. This pink is a better color. Like yeah, but it's like I don't know. But, like, I feel like that's, like, what I did is, like, I went from one box to another box. Or I tried to, you know? Because it makes mm-hmm. that transition, especially when you're doing, mm-hmm. like, something real fucking dramatic. When you're, like... That makes it easier. You know, it's a little bit safer. Cutting all your hair off and 
mm-hmm. wearing mostly men's clothes, you're like, all right, I'm going to fit into the preppy men's typical, you know, look. Are you comfortable with me asking you questions like oh, I usually would? Course. Or would you like me to not do so because we're on a podcast? It's perfectly acceptable to say no. I just want to no, know can. so I know the boundary here. Well, if I don't want to answer it, I'll just say I don't want to answer okay. Continue as you were. Mm-hmm. What was I saying? So I was Have just going to say, like, are you comfortable? I was just going to say, are you comfortable kind of talking about this? Because I think this is like, yeah, no, really I think good it's good. Example of, like, yeah. Talking about. Right. We've been unpacking it over the past couple of weeks. Mm-hmm. There's a lot to it. So, c- catch us up. Catch us up. Yeah. Explain our box or your current box situation. Yeah. yeah. What do you mean, my current box? Like, so I don't know. Like, what have you been working through <laughs> for the past couple of weeks? Yeah, I don't know. Like, I so or what's like? What, I guess what triggered what triggered the yeah? Like, I so I was like going for like a certain because like you have an image in your head usually. I don't know. My, I think mm-hmm. most people do, but like for me, like like you like you see a style or you see a look or you see a person and like you see certain things about them. Like right, like what do a lot of people like? A lot of us base like our look off something we've seen. <clears throat> Or versions or pieces of what we see. Like a lot, like when you get your hair cut, you're like, here, the, you bring a picture and you're like, I want it to look like this. Right? Like you don't just go in and be like, do whatever you want. Or like, I don't know, try this. Like without showing somebody something. Unless you're like her. <laughs> I was just raising my hand too. I'm like, yeah, me too. <laughs> so you like. Figure it out. So for me, like as I was like moving out of like. People, that's, yeah. Yeah. like wearing dresses to like more of like a masculine masculine we'll call it that look I would like always find myself being like oh I like that I like that this that but then I would get mad like I'd have an image in my head of what something would look like on me because it looked like that on somebody else and then you get then you try to replicate something like that and then it doesn't look like that and then you're mad and then you're like why doesn't it <laughs> look like that so, like, I feel like that's what I've been fighting for, like, a while. And then, so, my eyes are twitching like crazy. Mm-hmm. And, um, <laughs> and so, um, but so then what triggered the whole thing, like, a couple weeks ago is because, like, so she's been going through this whole thing where she's like, I feel like you need to grow your hair, like, just let your hair grow. Like, because normally she was, like, she would, like, at least keep the sides, like, all short how I wanted them. And then I'd get the top cut when I felt I needed to. And then all of a sudden she was like, no, I don't feel like cutting it. And I was like, well, that's fucking rude. <laughs> Let me preface this like, by saying I have never, I, I have, this is, might be weird for people to understand, but I'll try to explain it the best I can. I swear to God, I'm telling the truth. I'm not really into like physical form very much at all. So like, I rarely know what Dee is wearing. Quite frequently, I don't know what she like, I know what her it's eyes look like. Really. Because I like her eyes, I pay attention to, and I know about her energy. So I like, I'm very attentive to what she is, but not necessarily what she looks like. If she, she'll ask me about stuff, mind you, I am very attentive to my physical Like dressing as, as is an I. art form for me, and it is like a whole <laughs> thing. So I, I understand it for myself. But with other people, I don't really pay attention. So I have always been like, whatever I want to do. I don't care. Whatever I want to do. I have, like, that is always my answer, is it not? Yeah, and it's super fucking annoying, too. Especially because when you're I trying think, to figure out, like, what you want to wear. I, but also, because I think, you know what I mean? Like, it's this process. So, like, whatever you want. Yeah. It's not it's not my body. 
I have a lot to say about what goes on over here. So I would assume you have a lot to say about your own situation. So this is not normal for me, but I had a vision. So she said she got like this thought, like this vision or download or whatever to like, tell me to like, let my hair grow. I had an actual vision. And I was like, you and hair on your head. And I was like, okay. And I was like, so I went with it like for a while and then it just kept going and going and going. And so like, Every so like periodically, I would be like, "So when are we gonna cut my hair? Like, what are your ideas? Like, are you gonna cut the top too? Because this shit's getting real unmanageable. Like, I couldn't wear it the way that I normally did. The sides were really starting to like stick out and get like real puffy because my hair is like super straight, so it like just sticks straight out until it's like long enough to actually like weigh itself down, or I have to like trim it. And so I'm like, this is kind of getting like fucking aggravating. And so then it finally got to a point where it did have the weight to it. So the sides were like staying down. And I was like, okay, I kind of like, I don't mind this. I kind of like it. Like I like, I'm like, I'm getting used to it. Then I figured out a way to style the top that worked out like better anyway. So then like I stopped asking for a while. And then she was like, I feel like it's going to be time to do your hair soon. So I was like, ooh, I'm excited. Like, cause like ever since cutting my hair initially, like when I cut it all off, it's been like a huge part of like my like, or I've made it a huge part of my identity. Like it changed right. a lot of people's like reactions to me, like in public, yeah, like I would be you. like, like I remember like not that long after like doing it and I had a backwards hat on and I was like in a bathroom somewhere and somebody walked in and was like, oh, so, geez, I must've like walked into the wrong bathroom. And I was like, <laughs> The fuck? And then I, but I don't, I'm not thinking about like what I, like in that moment, I'm not thinking about like my appearance. Like I know right. I'm in the right place. And like, <laughs> so, but that reaction, and then I, and then I looked at her and then I think she realized that like, oh, and she was like, oh my God, I'm so sorry. I'm so sorry. And I'm like, it's okay. It's all good. Like, I get it. Like, clearly you're in a panic about something. So I understand like, no, no, no. <laughs> But, like, I did, like, but then I came out and I was like, this fucking person just thought it was a dude in the women's bathroom. And that ha- and that's happened, like, quite a few times, like, and now I just kind of, like, laugh about it. Like, at work, especially, I walk in and, like, these residents who, like, can't see anyway, you know, and they can just see, like, the big <laughs> picture. They're like, sir, <laughs> or what's he going to do? And then, like, all, like, the other people who work there, like, feel like they have to like defend me because they're like that's that's danielle that's a girl (laughs) wasn't that interesting right i was thinking about that the other day i was like i almost want to start telling people like you don't have to i don't really know how to like broach that topic but i almost feel like you don't i don't have i don't feel like i need to be defended like i don't get i don't get offended really anymore especially like when a 95 year old who (laughs) can't see says that like it doesn't really bother me you know like and like even even like otherwise, like I just kind of like laugh and I just introduce myself by my name. And if they realize that they do, if they don't, they don't like, I don't, I'm not going to make a big deal about it, but I feel like when people try to like jump in and like defend me for it, like it almost makes it like worse than if it, we just like kept going, go. you know, yeah. I have a question. Okay. God, here we go. It's probably the same question I had, so. If you you want to dress more masculine, Uh 
why does it feel offensive to you that someone would perceive you as masculine? Is that not what you are intending? Right. I'm just, I'm not saying that it doesn't really offend me anymore. I'm, right. like it did at first because it caught me off guard, I think. Right. But I'm just saying, isn't that interesting that being perceived in the way that you are intending to be perceived also offended you? Right. Oh yeah, for sure. Because that's like that, like self judgment thing. Right. But I think that's hard because like, because like as soon as, because as you like, you hear things over and over and over again and you're just like, fuck, like how many more times is somebody going to comment about the fact that I have a backwards fucking hat on? And like, it's like what you want, but also you still in some way. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Still in some way. I mean, you still in some way, obviously feel offended. You know what I mean? Like you want to be perceived as masculine, but also are embarrassed that you're perceived as masculine. Or have been embarrassed. Right, have been. I don't think that's current. I think that's previously. I also have another question. Is like when you, because this is the part that, this is like the real conversations that we have because I legitimately am like super curious about this because Mm -hmm. I don't have this like, I don't know. It, it, it doesn't work the same way in my brain. So I'll have a que- I have a question for you after that then, actually. Okay. As a follow-up. So if, <laughs> so what to you, like, what is appealing to you about the masculine way oh, of dressing? I don't know. And I what Because, well, I mean, I'll leave you it know. That. what is appealing to you about the masculine way? Of well, I don't like I've never felt comfortable in a dress because I feel like I can't like because I feel like when you wear like a dress, you have to like sit a certain way and like pres- like like all these uncomfortable things that like I don't like doing. Like I don't like particularly sitting with my legs crossed or like, mm-hmm. you know, or like, I don't know, like I pulled off a high heel very well, but like, I'm not really comfortable in it. I'd rather have, like, a pair of, like, boots or sneakers on. But I think a lot of it is just, like, the comfort. Like, I like the a more relaxed fit on my body versus, like, a skin-tight shirt. Particularly, like, shirts, I think, is really more. Jeans I've waxed and wavered, like, but, waxed but, and over. But they have women's boots and women's... Well, I mean... <laughs> You live with a person in a wide leg pant, flowy pants. I'm right, but remember the other day I <laughs> talked about like the difference between even like the same cut, like a skinny man- men's jean versus a skinny women's jean. Like the waist is usually cut different. There's like more curve to a women. Like I like more of a sh- like a straighter fit. Mm-hmm. I don't know. It's just how what I feel comfortable in. Although I've realized that, like, we did this whole thing where we cleaned out our closets or, like, we went through our closets and then we were going to, like, try to sell all this stuff. And then Ashley was like, why the fuck are you trying to, like, just fucking get rid of it. Like, it served you a purpose at some point in your life. Like, just donate it. Like, how much money are you really going to make? Not that much for how much time you're going to spend. And let somebody else get a purpose out of it. You know, it's more of an energetic exchange versus, like, and, uh, you know, the monitor, whatever you're trying to get out of it. And so I was like, okay. At first I was like, ah. And then I was like, you know what? Let's just fucking get rid of them. Like, it's like these, like I've had clothes in my closet for two years 
that I have not worn that I knew I was not going to wear. It's not like I was debating back and forth. I was like, there is no fucking way I'm going to wear that entire fucking two foot long section of dresses that are there. Mind you, it is a bomb selection of clothing, but like, I'm not going to wear it anymore. I don't, that is like not what I see is like how I'm going to present myself at least at this moment in time. And so they don't serve my purpose anymore. So, but for two years, they <laughs> sat in my closet without any room to actually put any new clothes because I wouldn't get rid of them. So I'm like cramming in new clothes when I could just fucking throw them all, get rid of them and actually have room. And so she's like, why don't you just fucking get rid of them? <laughs> so we did. And I had a lot of mixed emotions around it. Like it's still like packing them up and getting them out of my closet felt like weird at times. Like, cause you, I started to like think back of like times when I remembered I wore certain things and I was like, Hmm, that's interesting. Um, and then, but then I was also like, it feels good. Like you could, I could feel like almost like the energetic, like heaviness of them, like also like leaving Mm -hmm. my body, you know, my body. We'll answer Alex's question. Did you like those dresses when you bought it, or did you feel like you had to buy them? Um, I think a lot of them, like the like, so the only time like I ever really wore dresses was for like weddings or like um when I traveled. So like my one of my best friends is from Lebanon, and like I spent three months over there or three months, three weeks over there um after undergrad. Like we went over there and were there for a few weeks, but like before I went there, I spent like a lot of money on expanding my wardrobe to bring there because like their thought on like style and how you present yourself is very, it's very like, it's a top priority. Like it's a, it's a status symbol. Like you don't leave your house in sweatpants. Like you, you are dressed up in makeup every time you leave the house. And so even that at times was a stretch for me. Like, granted, I could wear like jeans and like a nice shirt and a pair of heels. And like, that was fine. Like, it didn't always have to be a dress, but it was a very like higher end of style for me than I had been really used to for the most part. Um, So a lot of that stuff I bought, like because of stuff like that, or like if I had a wedding to go to, I would, you know, buy a dress or have like dresses. But that would really be the only time that I would wear them and I liked them because I I mean I picked them out but I didn't always feel super comfortable in them and wearing them and I always found myself like like when I would like like I was telling Mia before like I like when my my brother and I like when we lived together like we would always like pick each other's clothes out like because he has like a very high like he like loves like fashion and like how he dresses himself and stuff and but I would always find myself loving picking out for some reason, like men's clothing, like the simplicity, I think of like, sometimes like a shirt, like dress pants and a shirt and a tie. Like it's simple yet. You can do so much with, with it. And like with Mm -hmm. different variations of it. And like, that always seemed way more appealing to me than like going and finding a dress. And so then when I was like, I, when I like was like, yeah, I would rather just buy like men's clothing. But and she was also just like what you're exposed to, because like, what if your mom was a Wall Street banker? Yeah. 
Like, you'd probably see bitches in suits mm-hmm. all the time. Right. I don't know. And that would probably, like, be... Because it, it was it's almost like it's it's a feeling of nostalgia, but then also, like, what you're brought up around, right? Like, is like do you get a sense of kind of, like, nostalgia when, like, you're picking out men's clothes for yourself? Like, you're picking out these outfits? Like, does it kind of feel like you're back? Mm-hmm. Like, like, I've been talking about... With your brother kind of thing? Yeah, maybe, like, a little bit. I don't know. Or I don't know if it's always just one of those things that, like, because I always felt like I wanted to, like... Like, also, when I would see those, I would be like, man, I want to, like, I feel like it just looks, like, sharp, like, in, like, a fucking, like, suit. And, like, I want a fucking suit. But, like, I don't necessarily want, like, a shortcut, like, women's, like, cut suit. Like, I want more of, like, a men, like, a more masculine looking suit, you know? Like, or I want something that's made that fits my body the way it should fit for it to look, you know, appropriate. That, which I found a, which I found a place that that. that does that, that they like, they make custom suits based on your body type to look how you want it to look. Mm -hmm. Because I just, because I know like, that's one of the things that you find like with men's clothing, like as a female, like, I mean, it, it, it also depends on your body type too. Like you can be a woman who like essentially has like no boobs and a very like masculine slim I was just gonna say so like Aaron Aaron Mm -hmm. yeah so like Aaron Aaron's very slim build very 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 slim build she's very like long lean and very slim build so Mm -hmm. she fits she can literally go into any store in the world and go look at men at men's clothes and can fit in literally anything that she wants to because she has that body like something like me I'm like this like that's not gonna happen. Like the cut on men's clothes isn't gonna fit me the same way that it would like her or you know anybody else. But if you have women's clothing that is with masculine design, it's just mm-hmm. cut to fit a woman's body instead, but still gives right. you the same air of like masculinity. Like, right. is that similar for you, or is it like no? It has to be like men's yeah. Clothing. I don't think it has to be. Like I think because there are more like if you look like online. There are more, and like obviously, it depends where you live. Like, if you're in bigger cities, you're gonna find designers in stores that are gonna like. Like, there's a lot of like brands now that make women's clothing that look more masculine, but they're meant to fit like a woman's body. Because like that's what I've run into is like I have to find like I have found certain brands of like men's clothing that fit me better than others that like Mm -hmm. give me the look I want, but also fit and don't like for a button up, like, doesn't like pull like where your boobs are because like, I would get mad about that. Like I would say, mm-hmm. I was like, Oh, this shirt doesn't fucking fit me because like my boobs. And she'd be like, well, what are you going to do about that? I'm like, well, nothing clearly, but like, it's annoying. So like then like, so that's, yeah. it's like, then you cycle through that. It's like, then that's the psychological aspect of it too, where you're like right, frustrated because- that like you want to, like you have this image in your head, but that you can't like, which is why I, which is why I feel like this is an, a meaning attachment situation in mm-hmm. which you are attaching a meaning to what it is to be masculine. So mm-hmm. when you look yep. at someone, if you, when you look at a man in men's clothes, there's an energy or a vibe or a, a feeling, a something that is appealing to you. It is not actually the clothes specifically. Yeah. But you yes, think the that someone who looks like that is a certain way. And yep. that's what's appealing to you. 
And then when it gets on your own body and it doesn't look exactly like it did on their body, which is only possible on their body because they're the only one of them ever and they have Photoshop. Then you're like, well, I don't look that way. Mm -hmm. So now it's not going to fucking work. Right. Because now I'm not a fucking masculine badass. But I encourage you to dive deeper still because I want to know what it is about masculinity that is appealing to you. Yeah, because I know what it is about masculinity. That's I don't know. To me. I think it's shifted though too. Like the I more I think, like so, like now that you bring that up, like I think, like I originally contributed or attributed a lot of that to, like I think the power that you that like we are. It's kind of like ingrained in us that men hold more power. I think, and like especially like in corporate or in like a lot of certain like places that we're exposed to. I mean, there's, like a there's man also a reason like, why it's called a power suit. Right. That is, I mean, like, yeah. Right. Agreeing with right. you. Like, that is the so like, So, like, a masculine look, I think, it, like, for a very long time was associated with, like, power or, like, um, I don't know, like, strength. But then I also, but I also feel like it's really interesting because, like, of course, naturally, as I decided to change my like outward appearance to a more quote unquote masculine look. I then started to jump into a world surrounding myself with fucking women who are claiming this like power, who are trying to like yep. create this no world of like female leadership. Yep. So like naturally when I got like when we started getting more and like for, and like working with Victoria was a very comfortable situation for me though, because Hayden and I, interestingly enough, so like they got together right around the same time we got together and you saw, and it was like the craziest shit because Hayden, every time, like he made a shift in certain things, I did the same thing. Like I said to her, like, I want to cut my hair. And she's like, okay, like, let's do it. And so, but like, by the time I could get in, like with the person who was going to cut my hair, who I trusted to do this for me, because that was another big thing is like having somebody to trust to like do this huge thing. And like, naturally it was a family member. So like, I felt more comfortable with that. But, um, so like, but, so there was like a couple months like waiting period from the time I made the decision to when I could do it. And then like a month before, like I got my hair cut, Hayden cut his hair. And I was like, oh, fuck. Okay. This is interesting. And then like, it was a very similar haircut. And then like, he made the jump to cut his hair even shorter. Mm, I made the jump, cut my hair even shorter. So it was like, but like, so where I'm getting at is like being, so going into that world of like this feminine leadership and coaching first experience with like Victoria was more comfortable for me. Cause I was like, I'm not, I don't feel judged as being like a, appearing as a more masculine female in this world of like women leaders female leadership because she is also in a relationship with somebody who is kind of doing the same thing and isn't going to have that like judgment mind you when i like transitioned more into the world with like kiara and like we went to that first like thing in september austin. when we went to austin i was like like i almost like freaked out because i'm like i don't belong here like i do not belong in a room of like basically women who look like women and like 
not just like women who are wearing jeans and a t-shirt, like women who are in crop tops and like very feminine, like embracing their femininity and like showing it off and not being ashamed of it. And here I am walking in in a, in a like a button up t-shirt and a fucking pair of men's shorts, you know? And it's like, I'm like, I don't know if I really belong here. And like, now I've gotten to the point, like when we went to Sedona, I was like, yeah, I fucking belong here. And like, it was fine. And I didn't necessarily feel that weirdness about it but it's also like super interesting that like that all happened at the same time so now I feel like I don't necessarily associate like the masculine or men's look with power per se because now I now I've surrounded myself with a world of women who are like powerful as fuck you know on multiple levels so what was really interesting about the clothes thing is like, I went through all these clothes that I knew I already did not feel like I associated with anymore or that served me a purpose. But then I also found like few clothes as I, that I just bought like a couple years ago as I was buying men's clothes. I was like, why the fuck would I buy a sweater vest? I'm never going to wear this. And like, so I've already realized that like my idea around how I want to appear has like shifted even more. But, like, I still don't really know where I'll land. But the hair thing has become a very, like, big thing now as my hair gets longer. Like, I got mad a couple weeks ago when we brought it up because I brought it up again and said, like, okay, my hair, like, when are we going to actually address my hair? Because, like, at what point is it just going to be back to the length that it was before I cut it? And so that started a whole thing of her being like, why does it matter? Can you not have long hair? Can you not have long hair and also wear like Let me more masculine men's a clothing? Context for this statement. Oh, I said I am not cutting your hair today, and mm. she came at me with the fire of a thousand motherfucking suns and said, "Well, it's about to be as long as it was. I don't want my hair long again. I don't want it to be feminine again." And it mm. came out like lightning. Mm. And with mm. venom and rage, and I said, oh, oh, today is not the day to cut the hair, but we have a whole <laughs> conversation coming up. a whole up. thing going Let's on. Let's yep. go. Yep. Let's chat mm. about that. Where the mm-hmm. fuck did that come from? Yeah, I don't know. Right. Mm. So but we'll because there's got to have a reaction, a visceral reaction like that to something because of the gender associated with it. It has to be something, right? It has to be, this meaning has to be. Yeah, it's something with, yeah, the meaning attached to every piece of it. Whereas like, it's just hair. It grows back. You can cut it again. So what and is there's it dudes about with the long appearance hair. of it? Yeah, my dad, when my mom met him, they were at like the community college. They were going to their school for nursing. My dad had his head flipped over and was like combing out his hair. And the first thought my mom said was, you know, that's a really pretty girl with really beautiful long hair. Oh my <laughs> God, that hair is gorgeous. He flips his head over and he's got like, you know, a beard. Which is like, oh, shit. Oh my God. But still it was like, holy shit. Like that man has the most gorgeous hair I've ever seen. But it's right. like dudes and especially now there are so many dudes that are just all over the place rocking the long hair they've got dreads they've got man buns they've got all sorts of stuff and that doesn't like you you don't have to have short hair to be a man or be perceived in a masculine manner 
right. has long hair too. So what is it like? It's interesting because what is it specifically for you? That's about that that piece of it, you know, like the way I that know. you dress, I think the way that you present. Right, and I think too, like I don't know. I think like for me, like the hair thing is like if I had hair that looked like it used to when I was stripped before I like wanted to like have this whole like masculine like outward appearance so like if I had long hair but like also wanted to wear like a suit then like I don't know I feel I don't I think it's like a lot of it's just like the outside perception you know because like because here's the like the like the thought process like that you can't change your mind type of thing so like mm-hmm. it's just like oh well you cut your hair so like you, you, oh now you're gonna grow it back like i mean people do that shit like literally all the fucking time but like all the time. and there's people who wear dresses one day like men who wear dresses and then wear a suit you know like it's mm-hmm. but like i so i think or it's men just that, that are, like men that are in power suits have long ass hair and their nails are right women. like it doesn't right. make them any less than right just the same I, as women so I, I mean like Right. So I think for me, it's like just I don't know, like, I think it's like, I feel like then it, there's some attachment to like an old identity that you like feel like you don't identify with anymore. Mm-hmm. But if mm-hmm. you like start to have parts of you that like sort of represent that and then other parts of you that don't, then it's like, what identity are you? But like, also, it doesn't actually matter. I think so like but it's just like coming to like my own terms with it because like if you wanted to do something I would be like do whatever the fuck you want but I think but like for yourself it's totally different right naturally and I think that when you start looking for that information from inside of your own body instead instead of external instead of outsourcing it yeah like I again like I really really care about how I dress myself it is like a passion of mine but I I don't think, like, is this masculine or feminine enough for me? Mm. I do, I do not have a problem showing a lot of skin, but I don't do it, like, I don't, you know what I mean? I don't know, but I also wear, like, big men's flannels and other, you know what I mean? I wear things, I wear clothes from all different genders, but it's still just, like, how I want to express myself. It's not because it's a man's shirt. And I was also mm-hmm. just going to say, too, so that's how you want to express yourself, but you don't put clothes on or look at your clothes and think, okay, I'm going to put this outfit together, put it on, and then think to yourself, oh, what are other people going to think when they see me in this? Like, the way that you dress yourself is for yourself, because you, you, you've you removed the attachment to meaning in society, societal context, and also for, you know, just yourself, like, the meaning of the clothes is neutral for you now. Or it's like, right. I just like the way that that looks. And maybe it's like, oh, that doesn't go together. But it's like, well, I like the way that that looks. And I like how those two pieces clash together. Or, you know, this mm-hmm. complements it or whatever. But it's right. like, well, it doesn't go together. Okay, well, who who cares? It doesn't matter. Right. Mm-hmm. That's what I think about it. It matters how I feel. Right. Like, that's something you've finally been starting to do. Remember, it used to give you such agita when I would put random like weird patterns, patterns and stuff. Yeah. <laughs> Mm-hmm. I'm like, oh, oh, that oh doesn't my, look, that, a, that doesn't look. Is that a plaid and a floral? What is happening? My eyes. What is that? <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah. And I think too, like the, I don't know. I, I just think too, like what was interesting also was like when we were going back through stuff, oh, your clothes, right? Mm-hmm. Like there was like some like skinny, like dress pant kind of situations with like, bro- like bold, like plaid patterns and stuff. Mm-hmm. 
which is like a hundred percent stuff that you've been looking at. Oh yeah. It doesn't necessarily fit your body shape right. now. I mean, they just don't. Yeah. But that yeah. was when you were dressing in what you considered feminine, a feminine way. And right. you're looking for the same thing in a different size now. And because, right. you know what I, because it's, right. you've also seen men wear it and the male thing is, it's appealing to you when it's on a man, but not when it's on a woman. Right. Which I think is like the, like, instead of thinking about it that way, like, I want to make sure that I'm buying things to look, to fit this. Mm-hmm. You just buy whatever the fuck you like. Right. Because you like And it. you had like, so, I don't, was it, I don't remember if we like saw it somewhere, but like, or you suggested it, like when you get dressed, like instead of like looking in a mirror yeah, of like how you look, like you just get dressed and like yep. just decide how you feel and what you're wearing versus because like how many times yeah. you, like I know that like I'll put something on and I'll be like oh damn this looks good like all right and then you look at yourself in a mirror and you're like oh okay that is nope just kidding and like I do that all the time like I'll put a shirt on I like it and then like I look in the mirror and I'm like no I don't like how that like falls on me or looks like mm-hmm. even if it feels okay and I'll take it off and I'll put something else on yeah mm-hmm. But, like, because you create that vision yeah. in your head, yeah. and then when you can't. Exactly. And if it doesn't fit that, then it's like, oh, mm-hmm. my God. It mm-hmm. happens to me all the time. 